Hello, everybody. This is Brian Piergrossi, and this is a special podcast series you are tuning into called What is Tantra? This is episode one. We'll be hearing from some pretty amazing guests throughout this series, a real wide diversity of guests I'll be telling you more about. But this first episode, you're going to hear from me, yours truly. And uh, I'll share with you just uh, what inspired me to start this series and what it's about and um, what I've learned from talking to all the different people I've talked to to put this podcast together. So what is Tantra started with the concept, what exactly is Tantra, right? hear the words so many different ways use so many different ways so many people talk about it so many different ways um what exactly does it mean that was kind of my my inquiry that sparked this journey that took me through interviewing people in ibiza in spain in um asheville different different took me to different people's homes um, I interviewed someone who was in Italy, and um, I wanted to interview a variety of people. You know, I wanted to interview people who were world-class experts. I wanted to interview people that were kind of new on the path. I wanted to interview people who were women. I wanted to interview people who were men. I interviewed people who were straight. I interviewed people who were gay. I interviewed people who were bisexual. I interview people from a variety of backgrounds and ethnicities and cultures and countries. So you're going to get a wide range of perspectives um, answering this question. Right? And I don't think anyone necessarily has the answer. But you get a variety of answers. And through the variety of answers, you start to get a sense of uh, some through lines, some con- consistent truths that run through all the different people that I interviewed. You're going to hear stuff in this series that may be shocking, maybe uh, push your edge. You're going to hear some things talked about that you may have never heard people even talk about or questions you never, never heard people even ask before. You're going to hear um, just vulnerable shares, you're going to hear intimate shares, you're going to hear um, a variety of, of, of kind of some cutting edge stuff that um, is pretty amazing and some of it's pretty provocative and some of it's pretty radical and if you tune this entire podcast, you're going to hear it all, you know. Um, the entire podcast is unedited, just like this podcast right now you're listening to is unedited. So there's no editing, there's no cutting thing out. It's one take. I turn on the recorder on my phone, I set it down on the table, I talk to somebody, and we get into a conversation, I ask them questions. A lot of times it's about, starts off asking them about, well, every podcast actually starts off asking them the question, what is Tantra? And then often I'm asking them about their story, how they got into the space, how they got interested in it, their journey of awakening into Tantra, and then we get into some other aspects beyond that. 
one thing to share is in the diversity of, of opinions and perspectives and personalities and ideas and ways of seeing things. These are all people that um, I really appreciate and uh, I really um, have an affinity for. At the same time, I want to make it clear I don't agree with everything that's shared. I don't necessarily myself share the same perspective of everything that's, that was shared. And I actually found that exciting. I find that that's really more the direction I want to go with the podcast. I don't want to be just sharing my perspective, you know, or people just agree with my perspective. I want to share a variety of perspectives, a variety of ways of seeing things, a variety of ways of looking at things. I want to share things that are outside the box, things that um, will kind of challenge you or make you feel things you never felt before. And then you, the listener, you have the freedom, the responsibility, the liberty, the autonomy to do what you want to do with it, right? So, so I would say that you may be curious or you may be interested in what is my perspective on Tantra or um, what did I learn from this journey that I took with all these different people that I, that I interviewed and that I sat with. So, since you asked, I'll share with you exactly what I've, what I've learned, some of the things I've learned. I mean, there's, I'll hit you some bullet points of things that I've learned and that I've discovered um, in this uh, adventure that I took and that you're about to take, right? So, number one, is that I was very interested in this subject because of the way religion specifically and spirituality in general has been separated from sexuality. And I've just seen the level of shame and, and guilt and self-loathing and um, low self-worth um, that has resulted from this notion, this schism, this division, this separation that sexuality, sexual desire, our sexual instincts um, are not spiritual. And my awakening, which I've been sharing in a variety of ways over the years, through retreats, through workshops, through personal sessions, through writing, through blogging, through books, through a variety of Facebook posts and Instagram posts and shouting it in the streets sometimes, any way I can get the word out, my awakening in consciousness has been everything is divine. Everything is of the same essence. Everything is sacred. Everything is holy. Everything is God. Everything is of one unified whole. That was the groundbreaking revelation, realization, awakening that changed and transformed my life and has changed and transformed other, other people's lives as well. And when you open to this truth, there's something in you that can't help but share the good news, can't help but want to uh, express and communicate this truth to your fellow brothers and sisters around the world. So as I awoke into this 
mystical awareness, this awakening in consciousness, self-realization, I started to look at everything that what I was told was outside of that realm and realized that it's actually included. Everything is included, in fact. And one of the most important things to include, I would say the most important thing to, to include is our sexuality, is our sexual energy. And the reason is because our sexual energy is also our creative energy. We literally create life through our sexual energy. We give birth through our sexual energy. So we don't just give birth to human babies. We give birth to words. We give birth to poetry. We give birth to music. We give birth to new ideas. We get birth to new ways of seeing things. We give birth to new ways of looking at things. We give birth to movies, to dance. You know, we, we create and co-create the universe through the same energy that is the sexual energy when it's transmuted into forms of creative energy. So repressing, suppressing, denying our sexual energy is to repress, suppress, deny our sexual energy, thus our creative energy, and thus our own power inside ourselves. So we cut off our power, we cut off our creative energy, when we cut off our sexual energy. Not good, right? So we want to integrate that energy. We want to become whole again. We want to acknowledge this energy as beautiful and um, powerful and the energy, the vitality through which the universal creative intelligence, God's source, moves through us and expresses itself creatively in the world. It's really, the, the Tantra really, as I see it, is the true non-duality. Non-duality is the recognition of oneness or the recognition of, the direct translation of non-duality is not two. Right, so the recognition of oneness, the true recognition of oneness is Tantra. Because Tantra integrates sexuality, Tantra, tantra integrates the body, Tantra integrates the earth. Tantra integrates the primal. Tantra integrates that which has been thought to be separate from spirituality. So Tantra is the true awakening of oneness. Now, with that said, there's a lot of crap that is called Tantra, and there's a lot of brilliant stuff that's called Tantra. So I leave it to you, just like I left it to myself, to discern what is Tantra that's coming from this awakened consciousness and what's the Tantra that's not, right? That's the exploration of this journey. What is Tantra? How's it being applied in, in these times we live in now in the modern era? How's it being taught? How's it being received? How are people utilizing it? What are the practices, right? These are the questions that we're asking. You know, one of the things that 
I, I think is really clear through all the people that I talk to in this series is that Tantra is about way more than sex. And that's one of the things I think is a big misunderstanding is that people think Tantra is just about sex, which it, it includes sex, but it's really a consciousness. It's really a way of seeing the world, being in the world, living in the world. It's, as I said, it's the true non-duality. It's really the true awakening to oneness, the true integration of your sexuality, of your physicality, of your embodiment, of your, your uh, primal energy, of uh, connection to the earth, connection to form, connection to your senses, right? It brings, it embraces the world fully. It embraces the senses fully. It embraces the world uh, of linear time and space fully. Embraces the story fully and transcends all of that. And that's what's so exciting about the awakening that opens up. Other thing about what we've learned that's um, worth noting is how the exploration of this path opens up your energy center, opens up your vitality, opens up your creativity, as I mentioned. So um, there's so many benefits across the board of, of what Tantra can do for you, the healing that it can bring psychologically, emotionally, the healing of shame, the healing of guilt, the healing of oppression, the healing of suppression, um, the forgiveness, the healing of self-loathing, the healing of uh, a low sense of self-worth, the, 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 the opening to self-love. And what does all of that do? And What do the practices do? What does this return to wholeness do? It creates an incredible level of vitality. Because your energy that was caught up in the suppression and the repression and the shame and the guilt that was blocking the flow of your energy is now is now released and the energy is liberated. The energy is liberated in an incredible way. So that was another through line I noticed with everyone I talked to was talked about the vitality level that increases, that arises. And you could just see it, and you know, you could feel it in the people that I talk to. Like there's this passion for for life. There's this, there's this um it's like they're making love to the universe, you know? And I would say they're also very connected to their emotional body. So there's a lot of these people will have um who I know pretty well will have they'll feel intensely. You know, they feel intensely. There's an intensity to the feeling body, right? That you don't find necessarily in the, you know, the religious priest, for example, or the, the, uh, the religious spiritual person who has denounced the world or views the world as sinful or evil, you know. But when you fully engage with all of your senses, you feel life deeply, you know, you, 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 you're alive in this way that's revolutionary. 
another theme that, that, that we noticed was abundance. There's an abundance consciousness here. There's a this transcendence of scarcity consciousness. You know, this, this uh, transcendence of, you're kind of embracing whatever arises and in embracing of whatever arises, you become aware of the infinite field that has no limits, that has an infinite possibility, that has no um, restraint or constraint in which anything and everything is possible. And that comes from this non-dual awareness, this non-dual realization, this awakening of consciousness that transcends form and must include form. Must and does fully embrace form. One of the other things that was noticed in everyone that I talked to was, and this I think will be a surprise for quite a few of you, um, presence is always more important than technique. And the people that, I, that were the most advanced were the most adamant about this. Presence is always more important than technique. It feels like people that are new, more new on the spiritual path, are very interested in technique and, you know, um, trying to find the methods, um, whether it's through sexuality or making love or orgasm or otherwise. The people that go more advanced to this path say, the magic is in the presence. Being present in this moment, open, awake, embracing the unknown, embracing not knowing, Embracing what is. And in embracing what is, there's that creativity that's allowed to move through you in the moment. So it's not that technique is bad or having methods or systems is bad. It's, it's part of it. And we do get into some of that a bit in here for sure. We get into, we do get into some techniques and some, some systems and some practices and so forth. But you'll find what's most important and what all those things are really leading to is to go into a deeper space of presence. Go into a deeper space of being in a dance with this moment in the here and now. We talked a lot about relationship uh, style. And one of the things that we found, I found, is that where I think that we're going, you'll find that people are um, engaging in a lot of different relationship styles that I talk to. Some quite radical, some, you know, more traditional. Um, but it kind of runs the gamut. And um, I think the fact that it runs the gamut is, is, is sort of the answer to where we are in relationship. I think you may listen to some of these episodes and think, well, like, which relationship style is the best style or which is the right style or which is the style that's the true tantric style? And the answer is whatever is authentic and genuine and true for you. And that's the answer. And I think 
what's happening is people are exploring things now. They're, they're, um, they're venturing out into things that challenge their edge. Um, but mostly what people are trying to do is just find what's authentic to them. Just, I call it authentic relating, right? Here's what's true for me in this moment. Here's what my desire is in this moment. Here's what I want in this moment. Here's what I'm feeling in this moment. Here's the, the way I think is the best way for me to meet my needs, fulfill my desires in this moment. So you're just sharing authentically. And in the authentic sharing moment by moment, there's this profound depth of intimacy of really connecting in a way that you can really hear yourself and see yourself in a way that you can really hear and see others. You can hear and see your, your lover, your beloved, your partner, that otherwise isn't possible. So, you know, you hear terms in here like monogamy and polyamory and um, variety of, you know, all kinds of <laughs> shades in between. Um, in my case, uh, Annie and I are in a, what I would call authentic monogamous relationship right now, meaning that we're not... Um, having sexual intimacy with anyone else besides ourselves. And that's what feels authentic and, and is in the highest and best for us at this time. Um, and other people have different paths. And um, for me, I think that the cookie cutter way of there's only one kind of relationship and everyone needs to follow this kind of relationship. If you don't follow the kind of relationship, it's wrong. I think that that's, that's over. That's, that's coming to an end now. And you're going to see a wide variety of as many different kinds of relationships as there are different kinds of people. You know? And you will see same-sex relationships. You'll see heterosexual relationships. You'll see um, an older woman with a younger man, an older man with a younger woman. You'll see a man with multiple lovers. You'll see a woman with multiple lovers. You'll see... Um, people that are transsexual, you'll see, you know, things that I can't even imagine or think of, you're going to see. And ultimately, it's all beautiful because it's all people um, either living what's authentic, authentic to them or exploring what's authentic to them. And um, what is this life except a way to... express the most authentic love for all the aspects of ourselves you know reflected in each other and i encourage you as you listen to these episodes to just feel into what's true for you and what's authentic to you and what's alive for you and um kind of expand your consciousness right and there's no holes barred in this these episodes. I mean, the, the, you're going to hear stuff in here that you won't hear on, uh, you know, the nightly news, right? Or um, the network news. Like, as I said, this is raw, radical, unedited conversations. And um, I think it's really important what's, 
what's in these episodes. I think that um, you're going to find it really interesting. And uh, I definitely found my consciousness has been expanded the process and a lot of things that I already felt were were um, confirmed or reaffirmed. But I think I definitely think somehow there was some expansion that happened too from having these authentic conversations with the people that I did. Um, so sit back, enjoy. You can you can listen to this while you're driving in your car or working out. Two of my favorite ways: going for a walk, um, sitting in your living room, drink some tea, whatever it is for you. But just make space to relax and. Um, be available to, to tune in and, and be available to expand your consciousness. I'd love to hear your feedback on these. If you're listening on um, Apple, Apple Podcasts, you can please um, give it a rating, give it the five-star rating, give it a review. I haven't really um, asked for that ever. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, just finding ways to uh, share this. Hit the share button if you find it on Facebook, wherever you find it. Um, we're that's that's the the one great positive about social media is we in it, we're in an era where it's really easy now to share things that we love with people that we love, or share things that benefit us with people that would benefit as well. So. Go ahead and do that. You'll see, also see a link on the. Um, you'll see you'll see a link wherever you're seeing this podcast. Um, in the write up, you'll see some information to plug in deeper with some things that we'll be sharing around um, tantric retreats and relationships, relationship uh, retreat and relate online course around relationships. You'll see all of that coming up. Uh, you'll see a link to plug into that and join us. So, thank you all so much for being here. And uh, enjoy.